And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy Chosen, a.k.a. Hey. New Phone, Who's This? <laughs> there you got New Phone, y'all. Oh, that, ni- that 1999 flip phone is gone. Now he got a new phone. You got an iPhone or what? What you got? No, it's a Samsung. Period. No, what's the Android thing? I don't play that iPhone. Listen, I literally will chill with the phone until I can't. Actually, it won't just stop. Dana's phone has to be hanging off the damn hinges Mm -hmm. for her to get a new phone. See, I relate with Dana. She just got a new phone like a couple months ago because hers was just like, she can she couldn't lock it no more. <laughs> one of the one of the damn buttons on the side was stuck. The screen was half like I'm like, what what is you doing? So Lord <laughs> I know Larry had like a twenty thirteen or something that oh, he was using. God. No, mine stopped <laughs> like I'd have to sit there and I'm having to do this with my stupid Logitech too, so I'm like, what is going on with this? <laughs> can Technology. I webcam? That doesn't unplug from the back, please. That's all I want. That I can Larry. just... <laughs> but it don't need to plug and unplug from the back of the camera like this. I'm tired. But... Larry <sighs> and big tech. Larry versus Too the big much. tech stuff. <laughs> Too um, much. Everyone, we are back here on the box office show. Last week, there wasn't anything too crazy last week. That happened. Uh, we took a break that that week to get into this week, but uh, yeah, last week it wasn't anything crazy. I don't remember if yeah. anything. We had a lot of openings, but happened. nothing opened big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you there? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. For some listen, that tracking said twenty. Okay, oh. I don't know what to tell you. Right, <gasps> that's what the tracking said. <laughs> Box office mojo is on one. <laughs> so. That was the big thing. Just Mario crossing a billion finally. Uh, not finally. Just like it's been going crazy, this Mario movie. Even this week, I think it took a little bit of a chunk out of Guardians. That's Ooh. crazy to say. Uh, we'll get into that. But, like, yeah, it's been it's been crazy. It's been a, a crazy story for the Super Mario Bros. movie. So, obviously, we'll talk about that when we get, it, get into it. So, let's go into the weekend here. We are looking at... May 5th, 2023, we had the opening releases of Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, and Love Again. So, without further ado, Larry, what came in number one? Lord, not the Love Again. Uh, all right, well, at number one, <laughs> we have Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, which opened to $114 million domestically and $282.1 million worldwide. Of note, this does give the MCU its 32nd number one opening at the box office. And it's sixth straight $100 million opening film, which is the new longest streak for the studio. 
the previous was five movies that opened at a hundred million dollars or more. Mm-hmm. So six in a row have opened over a hundred million. The two hundred and eighty-two point one worldwide total also does match the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two global opening number, though mm. its domestic number is lower. Yeah, so we have the second one. Real quick before we get into that, this is a this is a really good number for Guardians of the Galaxy. I know a lot of people online are talking about how this is not incredible or anything. That's kind of crazy when you can go open to over a hundred million and it considered to it being considered not crazy. But hey, I mean, when you set a precedence, that's usually what happens. Uh, it's well below the second one, uh, but I I don't know. I think. The MCU 2016-2017, especially something something was in the air in like 2017, and then of course 2018 and 19, it went bonkers, but something like all those movies were opening up good in 2017, like really, really good. Um, even like Ragnarok just completely uh, overperformed its projections that, you know, when it came out, and then Volume 2 overperformed. Homecoming did really well. Uh, it was it was a lot. So I mean, I don't I don't want to put too much on the fact that it's it is lower than the than Volume Two's opening, but I mean it's still a good opening for sure. Yeah, I and, think uh, that's that's the part where we're getting the like disappointment from is just how much under Volume Two it opened, um, but. I, I don't know, 114 is still a really, obviously, a really good opening weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Most studios wish they could have $100 million openers, and Marvel has six in a row at this point. Um, we're just in that weird, that weird ground, and... Uh, I know we were talking about if this one underperforms. What I've we've been talking about is that this wasn't going to really be the the story for guardians it's next right. weekend that's going to be the bigger indicator for guardians mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like we said every single marvel movie is still opening big they're actually on a, a great streak with their opening yeah yeah but it's their second weeks where they're dropping 65 percent every single movie and that means no matter what kind of critic reception it's getting what kind of audience scores because a lot of these movies are getting decent scores on audience are getting decent scores on critics and they're still plummeting second weekend so guardians is getting great audience reception it got really solid critic reception is it rewatchable though i don't know that's the thing is Mm -hmm. some people are saying it's too dark it's too much animal abuse that's gonna turn people off from one does it have rewatchability i'm not sure but we'll see i guess it's definitely okay so for me as far as rewatchability i um the rewatchability factor lately for some of the for the marvel movies i would say have been kind of low for me uh wakanda forever I, i think i saw wakanda forever three times but the other ones, like I, I haven't had a, I ha- I haven't had like repeat, repeat Marvel movie watches, maybe since, maybe since No Way Home. I think No Way Home I did like five, um, and I think even Multiverse of Madness I did like you know you know me I do I do it myself and then I do it with like my mom. So I mean that's the same thing that's gonna happen with Guardians Volume Three is I'm gonna see it next week on Mother's Day with my mom. 
And um, yeah, I, so maybe that could be a thing to where like there's not like a huge a huge kind of need to get back out there, say as how what we've been seeing for these other movies like Mario and even movies like last year with uh, Top Gun and stuff or like just the constant rewatches and whatnot. So um, it's going to be very interesting as far as to see how the legs go. I wonder, a lot of people are, you know, they're attributing, of course, all of the other factors of how the MCU has been recently and burned people. But a lot of people are actually attributing some of this to the fact that it's not as kid-friendly as a lot of Marvel movies, that they Mm -hmm. don't find it to be all that accessible for younger audiences. Do you think that had anything to do with this opening weekend? Um, well, I just feel like as if you're going into the usually, um, I hear a lot of people when it comes to like movies opening, a lot of people like on Friday would be like, uh, like, you know, somebody would see the movie on Monday, like a click a critic and then they'll be like, Oh, I don't know. How, I don't think this movie's going to do good because like watching the movie, it didn't really have that whatever that I wanted. I'm like, but that you don't know what you're going to get until you see the movie. So that's always, that's always what you would bring back to the second go around, you know, like, so as an audience, you don't know how kid friendly or, you know, you know what I mean? Like the trailer scenes, the trailer seemed like a guardians movie for sure. Like, you know, of course you had those shots of like, you know, Peter Quill crying and stuff, but for the most part, the trailer seemed kind of, you know, guardian centric with like an eighties, an eighties song playing in the background, you know? So, um, I'm not, I don't, I don't think so, but I do think though that argument is going to be a big argument when it comes to next week's numbers, as far as like not going back to see it or like the word of mouth being kind of low. Yeah. I think it'll definitely be interesting. The first F bomb dropped in a PG 13 Mm -hmm. Marvel movie. (laughs) Mm Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I do really think next weekend will be the bigger story. I mean, the big story for me would have been if this opened less than, say, Quantumania, then maybe we'll have something more to talk about. Or, oh, yeah, or if, it didn't, if it didn't hit 100 million, then that oh, would have been issue, a yeah. huge story. Yeah, uh, yeah. 114, you know, is like mild disappointment in my eyes. They want yeah, a I would bit say more, so. but... Mm-hmm. It's still it's still not in the range for me to like hit that panic button yet. Yeah. Um it's like with it's like with solo. Like I I wasn't really on the same train as far as everyone calling that a big disaster of a number. It was just so jarring because the last two movies did so well. It's, solo came was that before or after Last Jedi? I think it was before Last Jedi, wasn't it? Solo. No, it was after. No. Um, I think it was but I think, her. yeah, yeah. But I think like that movie, you know, the last three Star Wars movies was like two of them were over two hundred million, and then Rogue One was like one fifty, and then you had Solo to open up to like eighty, eighty five something, you know, or something. Now to most studios, that's a really good number, yeah. and that's a great number, you know what I mean. But when you look at the when you set the precedence of uh, Star Wars movies being these, no matter what it is, these over a hundred million dollar movies then you get one that's like in the 80s and you're like oh it seems like such a big horrible disaster and i agree with you i think if this movie would have opened to like 85 90 we would i would have been like what's going on here this is the guardians 
the last one did 146. Like, that is a massive drop-off. But uh, I would agree with you. I think 114 is, like, okay. Because at first, the tracking was was as high, was in the 130s. You know, the re- the very early trackings were in 130s, and then they were dropping a little bit. Um, they weren't dropping as drastically as, like, Shazam's were. But they were <laughs> dropping. <laughs> they were they were going from 130 to 125 to 120 to getting into the weekend. We had the tracking of 105 to 115. And I said, yeah. man, I hope it's like at least over 110. Yeah. Because I feel like I feel like if it would have opened like 106 even, 107, it would have been like, oh, wow. You know? So, yeah, um, yeah it's very interesting. So, like I said, we're, we got to wait for like Flash to, to really see what's going on. You know, yeah. Um, and because if it has Quantumania, a next week, that'll be that'll be a different. It'll change the. Stro- that's what I'm saying. Is next week will really kind of help us with Guardians? Because if it holds yeah. well, that's a that kind of paints a new story for Guardians. If it plummets like usual, then uh, we're still kind of stuck in this weird limbo. Yeah. So Quantumania, it came out. We were it was a it was above its second movie, which is what you what you always want. Yeah. We were like, okay, 105 is not amazing, but that's you know, that's good for Ant-Man. Uh yeah. then we got into Shazam. And yep. uh and then I was just like, you know, Guardians needs to be a hit. And I remember that was like our main kind of focus throughout the shows on this podcast was like they because Guardians had a lot of pressure on its shoulders to really deliver as far as like the movie itself. And uh, the box office, you know, and the movie, I think universally, I mean, you and I have been annoyed at the the amount of extra praise that it's getting, but, but, (laughs) but that's a good thing, I guess, because that means that in that, in that sense, it's, it's a win, you know, it's universally loved, but then in the other sense, it's like, okay, so what's the numbers going to be like? And even with all the claim, all the reactions and critic reactions and Rotten Tomato stuff, uh, the movie's still open to like a one seventeen, which is which is uh, I mean one fourteen. I'm sorry, uh, which is which is good. But you know you you would expect at least for this, you know, coming off of the End Game, I think Love and Thunder did like Love and Thunder did like one thirties or something, and they were kind of in that movie. So you were just expecting a little bit bigger of a number but i still think this is solid enough to not hit the panic button yeah i'm what i do wonder since last year was so mixed on reception because all those openings were big i mean thor love and thunder was the smallest one and it was at 144 uh and then multiverse of madness and wakanda forever both opened in the 180s which is like you know huge like that's the thing is last year's marvel Mm -hmm. numbers were still huge (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the biggest yeah, uh, yeah. like you can't compete with their openings last right. year it was nuts um so but each and every one of those had a lot of people detracting wakanda forever probably had the most universal positivity but even that you'll notice people are kind of like well it was good but like i felt like a lot of people still had that but on their praise for it and then I mean, obviously I Love and Thunder had Fucking a lot of a lot of hate. And then Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness has a lot of hate. Like there's a lot of people who love Multiverse of Madness, but there's just as many people who do not vibe with yeah. Multiverse of Madness. So I don't That's know. How I it's been. I feel like it, it hasn't been it hasn't been like 
with 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 the MCU, it hasn't been like just universal hype and chaos since No Way Home. And uh, No Way Home, I mean, you're asking a lot to get that from every movie when No Way Home felt like more of a, of an event than you know since Endgame. You know, uh, no other movie in the MCU has really felt like an event, uh, like you know, like you know, since Endgame. And uh, so that was probably the last time you got the universal, like, theaters are crowded, everything's sold out, things are crashing, everyone's going crazy about this movie, everyone loved the movie for the most part. Of course, there's people, there's detractors on every movie, but everyone universally loved the movie. Then you get into Multiverse of Madness, where it was a little bit mixed, Love and Thunder, definitely mixed. Wakanda Forever, like you said, you got the... Yeah, I liked it, but, you know, and I, I mean, even I'm in that camp. I love Wakanda forever, but Val, all that stuff, get it out of there, you know? So I, yeah, because I, so I understand. And the Quantumania, we started off really rough because that had a lot of, that would, that had the taint of, this is like the lowest rated Rotten Tomatoes MCU's had, has like, has ever had. And it had that stain on it for a long time. Um, and then going into this, it's just kind of been like, what are we going to get? You know, I guess audiences, that's kind of how they're feeling right now with MCU is what are we going to get and stuff now. So it's going to be very interesting. And I and I think this is why it was such a smart decision to move the Marvels. I really do. Oh, um, yeah. I really do. I think you needed, I think if, this, if the Marvels came out, that was supposed to come out in like another two months. I think that would have been way too soon. And I think it would have hindered because of how soon it's coming after Guardians of the Galaxy and and Quantumania. So the move for the Marvels makes more sense every day. Oh, I definitely agree. I think the Marvels really, I think, would have been in trouble if they had the original date. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, give that's the thing is they... Uh, I think they're finally starting to realize that a little bit because they, you know, they're starting to move these projects around and giving space. Mm-hmm. You got to give people a little bit of time to miss you, like just a little bit, like give people a little bit of breathing room between your movies and your shows because <laughs> yeah. they, they haven't given us time to even breathe. Nevertheless, miss having Marvel on our screen. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, I think it's a solid opening, especially uh, since overseas seem to pick up the slack from the opening uh since yeah, it yeah, did yeah. it's opened worldwide on par with the second guardians of the galaxy movie so you know at least at the worldwide scale right now it's still the same so mm-hmm. other markets yeah. seem to be more enthusiastic <laughs> and I, you know what i also think is gonna help them in the long run too just in just like the lack of shows now i uh I just think last year was just a disaster for them. Uh, just a disaster regarding why is there 20 things that I have to catch up with in one year? You know, like if 20, when you say, when you think about the MCU back in the day, it's like, oh, 20 things is like from 2007 to like 2016. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they had like 20 things in a year last year. Like specials, shows, movies, and I think as soon as you're done with one, you're like, okay, there's a little bit of a break, but no, here's another movie coming around the corner, and then when you're done with that movie, no, here's a special around the corner, here's another show, here's another Christmas special, 
Quantumania is in like February. You know, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. So I'm yeah. glad that you know it looks like we haven't even gotten a show yet this year, and that's a good thing. So I think in the long run, I do think it's going to help the Marvels like this little break that they're doing. You know, from now until November regarding the yeah. box office and just movies. You know, so we'll see what happens. Definitely agree. Um. All right, let's go into our number two. What do we got? So, finally, falling out of the number one position, we have the Super Mario Brothers movie, which made $18.6 million in its uh, fifth weekend of release. That is a 54% drop, which does mark its biggest drop to date. But that brings the Super Mario Bros. up to $518.1 million domestic Jesus and $1.15 billion worldwide, which it did surpass the first Minions movie mm-hmm. to become the biggest film from Illumination of all time. $18 million in fi- eighteen million after five weeks is something that... A lot of studios would want so i think this is a great number and the fact that it didn't get pat like it didn't it didn't drop like 60 plus percent going up against guardians is actually really well i'm really really good i was actually saying to you before we recorded that i think it took away a little bit from the guardians like a like 18 million is not usually when a marvel movie opens the second movie is like in the teens, but like in the lower teens, you know, it's very rare when we get like, oh, 18 million or like 20 million. But uh, I think this could have taken out like two or three million from the Guardians a little bit. So, uh, yeah, the so, so Super Mario Brothers is still a competition even after five weeks. Yeah, that's that, pretty I mean, insane. That's a- Great number for five weeks. Having 54% be your biggest drop in your fifth weekend is great. Uh, Mm -hmm. The new champ for Illumination, our first billion-dollar movie, and it is still climbing over 1.1 bill now. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, this this is that movie so far this year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's really, 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 really impressive. for uh, Now, with these top two, the question mm -hmm. is... The new debate on the internet that people want to throw out here oh, is Lord. the box office uh, draw of Chris Pratt. How you we feel? Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> you cannot, you can't, okay, so you can't, <laughs> hold on, because I saw that and I was baffled. You can't have nostalgia bait movies and be like Chris Pratt star power. You think audience showed up for Chris Pratt for the Super Mario Bros movie? <laughs> you think audience showed up for Chris Pratt for Jurassic World? What? <laughs> what, what, what? What are we talking about? Listen, if it says anything, it says the man has a great agent. That's it. That's all it says. The man has a great agent to just drop me in these big ass franchises. But like, what's what's what what is the last movie that Chris Pratt did crazy numbers on? Should we bring up like Passengers or something? Like, what are we talking about here? Chris yeah, Pratt. What is I he mean, like? What else? That's, like Chris Pratt, he's such a tough. Like people want to talk about it, but really, all of his box office hits are like 
off the back of an established IP. <laughs> yeah, so it's not like he had a movie called like The Way of the Train, and it did like fifty five. No, he's if you think you think the the Tomorrow War, you think that movie would have been like a hundred million dollar movie or whatever? No. Oh. No, yeah, like, like said, so, passengers, passengers, hard. You know, I think it was mild success at the box office. Yeah, that opened to fourteen million passengers. Yeah. So what are we? What 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 are we talking about here? Chris Pratt is like, I, what, what did the tweet say? It was like he is the most bankable man. <laughs> like, Tom Cruise, I mean, there's been a lot of talk today about Chris Pratt being like the next. Uh, draw for the box office and just no. looking at this i mean we had okay, Onward, magnificent which... seven magnificent yeah. seven remember that mm-hmm. remember that movie let's see what that Barely. did uh yeah <laughs> uh that's what magnificent wrong whatever uh magnificent seven let's see what that look that also chris pratt at the lead 34 million dollars and they oh, had on. an all-star cast like denzel yeah you know so... what i mean Come on, like, come on, guys! No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that wasn't even profitable because it cost so much to make. Passengers opened to fourteen million with him and Jennifer Lawrence in this like sci-fi at thing. their prime too. Like she was at still like really, she was still really hot too. So the Lego Movie, like, listen, it's not, it's the Lego Movie. This is not Chris. You cannot put these on Chris Pratt's. Like these are Chris Pratt's movies. You don't even. No one even calls the Guardians of the Galaxy Chris Pratt's movies. Because these are all ensembles. These are not... these. Come on, guys. What are we doing? Yeah. No. What so, are we doing? Like, when, when was the last time he was, like, an actual lead? Like, I'm talking about lead. Like, you're the, you're, the, you're, the, you're the main person on the poster. You're the only one on the poster. And this is your movie. Like, as if... Uh, like, you know, if you say like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, what, like Rampage, something like that. What's Chris Pratt's like Rampage? The Tomorrow War, and that's a streaming movie. So we'd have that, yeah, so we don't that's have out the window. And we don't have numbers for that. So like the, you cannot be here and be like, man, that Chris Pratt, he just brings him in. Oh, what movie did he bring him into? Super Mario Bros, dude. That that's insane to me. Look at these. Look at these names. If anything, the, the man has has crazy finesse. He finesses Hollywood, and it's great. Yeah, he has a great agent. Look at these. Look at look at these franchises. You know, but no, we're not doing that. We're not doing. Yeah, that. No. no. I mean, it's literally like <laughs> he is the franchise king. Really, when you're looking for at sure, his yeah, for sure, give him his he flowers, knows how to pick but him. no. Jurassic, yeah. Guardians, Lego, Super Mario, <laughs> and uh, next he has so Garfield, so he's in another he has Garfield, and that's established be a, IP. That's I don't know what this one, like, Electric State is that he has coming up, yeah. but maybe that'll be there. There you go. It's written and that'll directed be the test. by the Russo right. brothers, starring right. Chris right. Pratt. Electric State. If that bombs, mm-hmm. there you go. Which... And just just get him in like an action movie where he's on the co- he's on the cover with like a AK twenty seven or whatever, and it's called like Revenge. Fit. It's something random, you know what I mean? And then let me get something like that to open to like fifty million to be like, okay, all right, Chris Pratt, because because yeah. that movie like that, it's gonna open to like seventeen twenty. So let's Tops. just calm. We gotta calm. <laughs> we got we gotta chill. We gotta chill. So <laughs> no, we ain't doing all that. But uh. All right, let's go to number, what are we at, number three? Let's go to that. 
All right, so at number three, we have Evil Dead Rise, which brought in $5.7 million in its third weekend of release. That is a 52.8% drop in that third weekend, but that does bring the horror sequel up to 54.1 million domestic and 97.8 million dollars worldwide. Uh yeah, I am very happy to see this again. You know how I get with my horrors. It only dropped 50% in week 3. HBO, Warner Brothers wanted to put this on streaming. What? This is insane. $34 million domestically. It it crossed $100 million. I'm super happy. And I'm I'm really happy for everyone involved, too. Because this is is not like a fun kind of light. I know Scream is like, you you don't want to say lighthearted. But you know what I mean. Like, this is like a gruesome horror movie with, like, just nasty kills, nasty gore. And it's doing great. And I and I couldn't be happier, honestly. Yeah, just so. another case of we talked about animation for a little bit, especially in the midst of the pandemic. Right now, yeah. horror is the most bankable bet at the box office. So mm-hmm. if you have a horror film, don't you dare be thinking about releasing one. it to streaming. Like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, don't listen. People we trying to keep- like, uh, and I, I really think, uh, I, I really think that, like, listen. I don't think Prey would have done like sixty million, but what did Evil Dead open up to? Like the first week, the first uh, weekend, where the did you twenty four? Twenty four. Yeah. You think Prey couldn't have got to like 24, 28? I just yeah, think it was I mean, a at least huge 20, mistake. Like... To, yeah, I think it would have been a. It, it's a huge mistake that they didn't release that movie. And uh, you got these movies just having great legs. Audiences are coming back to rewatch. I would have watched Prey like at least twice in the theater. Um, so it's I'm just saying, a bummer. Even the last, the Predator from 2018 opened to 24 million. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So and it made 160 million worldwide. Like and Prey, I, it was not as much as that movie at no. all. So it's like you would have you would have recouped your whatever and kept it pushing, but nope, you dropped it on Hulu and uh, yeah. I'm just I mean, glad we're seeing some of these movies that did get switched and it's been paid yeah. off like Smile. Now we have Evil Dead So Rise. now we have the argument of like, okay, maybe we shouldn't just drop these on streaming. You know, maybe we should give these some of these, at least some of them. Like some of them, if, you're, if they're testing well and they're getting good re- early, early, good early reactions from test audiences and uh, it looks good, like it looks like great, then just, just take a chance on it. Take a flyer. You know, like especially if it was cheap, if you made it for like ten million, just okay, sure. You know, mm-hmm. like like for instance, um, they filmed X, they filmed X, and they had all this shit laying around. X didn't cost nothing but a dime to make. They had all this stuff laying around, and then they were like, "Okay, T West, you want to do another movie?" And he for like a million, <laughs> and he did Pearl, and uh, Pearl right now is total. Total world worldwide number is about nine million dollars, but it cost him like a million dollars to make. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, just whatever. yeah, great, profitable, <laughs> made as money back, to, you know, ninefold. <laughs> yeah, now you have this Maxine coming out. It's probably going to be a little bit more money because this is like a you know, like an actual. They got to like go do more sets and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think X did fourteen million, budget's like a million dollars, two million dollars. So this is. 
that's what you want for some of these horror movies is like make them for cheap you know then when you get into those horror movies that you're making for like 50 million and that's oh, a little yeah, no, that's no, no, just no. it's yeah. getting too out of hand you know uh so yeah i'm happy for evil dead rise you know for sure all right let's yes. go to number four so coming in at number four we have are you there god it's me margaret which made $3.3 million in its second weekend of release, which is a 49.8% drop. That mm-hmm. brings the latest coming-of-age film up to $12.64 million, both domestic and worldwide. Uh, yeah, I love this movie. I'm glad that it's doing pretty good. Uh, I think the drop this week is pretty solid, 49%. Probably means the word of mouth is pretty strong. Uh, 3.3 this million, 12 million worldwide. I can't complain. Please go see the movie if you have some time. It's a great film. And, yeah, uh, check yeah. this one out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, so lastly, number five. Lord, we're holding strong at number Just five. Just will not die, literally, Oof. like John Wick himself. <laughs> <laughs> we have John Wick Chapter 4, which made $2.3 million in its seventh weekend of release, dropping only 51%. That brings John Wick Chapter 4 up to $180 million domestic and now up to $406 million worldwide. Um. So my issue when it comes to this has to do more so with the studios. And I'm saying that because I just saw a tweet like a couple days ago about John Wick 3 going to uh no this 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 is this is 4 is 4 yeah. Four. John Wick chapter 4 going to digital in like 2 weeks. And then I I scroll over to box office mojo I'm just like, why? Like, is that? I don't know what's been going on, but like, Scream is already on Paramount Plus. Like, I'm not, I'm not hating because I just watched it. But Scream, I remember like a couple of weeks ago, it took like a massive drop because they they took out like almost half its theaters. And I think had had Scream still have kept those theaters, it would have oh, it would have you know stayed in in the top ten at least you know and keep kind of bringing in some money uh i know paramount needs all the help they can get so like whatever i get it you know on paramount plus they they have rough times over there but my my issue is just like these movies that have have been doing so well and they continue to do so well we gotta figure out what's going on with this digital thing because i think evil dead rise supposed to go on digital like this week i just saw a rumor that super mario brothers was like yeah i saw it today like like next week i'm like why Oh, they Can moved you it. Imagine, yeah, they moved it back at least a week for now. But I was like, why in the world would you put Super Mario's on digital right now? Like, it's one of the, it's it's insane. In a, it's, it's top two, like top two right now. Why would you do that? I think that's so crazy to me. I I don't know why that. I these movies are doing well. Let them do well. Get your money back. Okay, so the Super Mario Bros. movie reportedly is releasing May sixteenth. Yeah, they only moved next it back week? week. It was supposed to come out on the tenth, I think, and they moved it to the sixteenth. Okay, you need to move that shit to like July because this movie, <laughs> this movie has like another month or so to eight. It's made eighteen. It's not like the movie made like a million this week. Eighteen million. Why would you want to slash that in half? 
And you know what they do to get people to go to the digital uh, market is they slash some of the theater accounts. But why would you slash theater accounts for one of the the movie is like almost it's like in the billion dollar club right now and it's not stopping anytime soon. I just don't know why you wouldn't just like keep that momentum. Like go like, you know, get on your James Cameron, James Cameron BS and just like, no, I'm not going to digital until like 2029 or something. You know, James, I think follow Top Gun. Top Gun didn't drop to Paramount for a long time. Yeah. They even re-released that beach back to theaters before. Way of Water. I think Way of Water just went on digital. Like just went on digital. Not even Disney (laughs) Plus yet. It like just went on it. So what what are we doing, guys? Let's uh, let these movies be successful. Because I bet if I go and look for Scream 6, it's just gone. It's probably gone. You just have to look at number seven. Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves just went on to digital. On digital. And it slashed slashed 900 theaters out of it. Why? Like, I, I, this, oh man, this is like, has been, this has been so, and you know, this, here's another one. Air, I saw that Air is going to be on um, Amazon Prime Video in like three or four days. And again, they took out 700 theaters from the, like, Why? The Covenant, ah, I mean, I mean, I don't know what's going on with that. But like, you know, like, why? I just don't, I just don't understand. I don't understand yeah, the that. bottom half had some pretty big falls. We saw Dungeons and Dragons. The Pope's Exorcist. Yeah, Pope's Exorcist plummeted. Which is also on, also in the, it's, it, that's also on, on uh, Prime Video right now to rent. Mafia Mama, is that here? Because that's also on Prime Video right now yeah, to that's rent. gone. That's gone because that's, they also just took it, they probably just took it out of the theaters because that's on, that's on Prime Video right now. Rent this one makes me sad. Um, this one makes me sad. Um, Polite Society just completely seventy three percent, and uh, that's tough. Bo is afraid. Talk about Ooh. moving on. What is sixteen hundred theaters gone? Is that on digital or something? Is that, I don't remember seeing that. I don't think so. But Renfield dropping eighty six percent. And I think this is all digital. I think I seen Renfield I, I know was like for sure on, Renfield is on digital now. I don't know why we're doing this, dude. I don't know why this is. Be, I uh, man, it's really confusing. Yeah, why Big George Foreman dropped. So that this one is nuts. Big George yeah. Foreman dropped seventy three percent, pretty much without losing a single. Without theater. losing a single theater, so yeah. It was in three thousand theaters and only made eight hundred thousand dollars. It's terrible. That is, that is an, terrible, yeah. an abysmal number. That's the one that yeah. you rush to digital. When you see that, yeah, okay, when you fine. see that, that went to digital immediately. Uh, but <laughs> like, like the movies like this, like Are You There, God? It's be Margaret. You think that's not gonna be on digital in like three weeks? It's oh, gonna yeah. be maybe even you know? one or two weeks. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and I just um, fuck. Disney might as well put Volume Three on Disney Plus in like in like three weeks too. It's now, this, this is, is something really interesting. Crazy. I, I know they like to do this. Like, we always talk about Black Panther legging it out till what? Infinity War? Like, all the way until mm-hmm. there. So they like to do this now. You see, they put Anto- Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania back into 185 theaters this weekend. And it made $808,000. So... That's not that's not <laughs> terrible. I mean, not I that's like, not oh, terrible. Okay. That's, a, like, that's on Disney Plus up. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, not, that's not terrible. Had, it had a great uh, per theater average, actually. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think Disney or Marvel has a good strategy there because for whatever mm. reason, people like to revisit the last one, I guess, right before they watch the it's new a, one in a theater. 
it's a continuity thing. I noticed that when the uh, I I rem- I just remember in 2018 when Black Panther was doing so well, and then Infinity War was coming out, and it was still doing so well. I think if you go back to Infinity War's opening weekend, Black Panther was like number five, yeah, and uh, liter- literally, literally, uh, the downtown theater that Alex and I go to for screenings, uh, they had one side of the theater that was Infinity War, and then they had the other side of the, the other side that was Black Panther, and it was like. You get out of Black Panther, and you walk across the hall to Infinity War, and it was just so. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I, it was like, it was just, and, and they were both packed. Both of the theaters were packed when you walk in. You know, it's like, yeah. uh, so that's like a thing that they did. That they they did that with uh, Captain Marvel too. Like Captain Marvel was still out when Endgame came out. Yeah. You know, and they just and yeah. They I think it's, get I think a it's bump smart. that weekend. They get a nice yeah. little bump yeah. the weekend the new one comes out. Uh, mm-hmm. That new Love Again debuted at number six, pretty much dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. Two million, yeah, so two point one eight five for only eight hundred and eight dollar per theater average. So real quick, because I was really curious, uh, Avengers: Infinity War again two hundred fifty seven million number one spot, number five spot Black Panther a four percent drop four million dollars. <laughs> it's just uh, what weekend yeah, was so, that in? That was in Black Panther. Was in week eleven. Oh my nuts. god! Just nuts. Week eleven. That is. I think Captain Marvel did the same thing, if I'm not mistaken. Which was like, it's really smart because, like, hey, the if the hype is crazy and people are excited, why not just have them both be out at the same time? Then they got a little too happy, and now they started trying to do that recently. And like, oh, you guys can't do that now. You guys, yeah, you, no. guys you guys gotta push these movies back a little bit. Um, okay, so Avengers, I will never forget. I will never get over that number. But uh, Captain Marvel was actually number two in week nope. eight. <laughs> <laughs> number two, an eight percent drop. That, man, you talk about you talking about like somebody who's like anti Marvel being upset about that. That's what probably all the hate started because you got these sixty percent drops and fifty percent drops, and then Captain Marvel eight percent drop in week like, eight. <laughs> so, number two, number two. That's that was even crazier. So, Avengers Endgame three three fifty seven. I just ugh, that number, and then Captain Marvel eight million dollars eight point eight point eight percent drop. Crazy! Wow, absolutely. Crazy. And we'll see. So. There's pretty much nothing. What's the next big ish release to come out? It's today? pretty quiet now. Let's take a look. Y'all think um, Game Fonda and the Book Club are coming to take no, down the Guardian? Larry, Larry, Larry let's. let's kind of... I, somebody get Dwayne to watch <laughs> Eighty for Brady already. We are tired. Tell me why I'm on Paramount Plus and I was and, and I scrolled past it. I saw it. No, I was like, don't. what are we doing? Stop the scrolling and hit the play button. <laughs> uh, so this week, oh, we only have like this is a really this is a week week. We have Book Club too. That's not gonna, you know. The next big movie is not until Fast X, which is the 19th, which right now is tracking one of the lowest of the franchise. They got to wrap this up. It's time. Oh, shit, audience that's already getting, next week? Yeah. Audience are getting tired, bro, because Fast X is tracking 63 to 70 million right now. I remember. Well, they are nuts. I remember when they released that damn pre-sale in like January. Yeah, like like a, and like one person booked a ticket. What are you doing? Like, what the hell, like, <laughs> what yeah, the hell what, is wrong with you? Why are we doing this? Like, get a job. So let's go into some getting into the, we're getting into the nitty gritty of summer movies. 
So right now, of course, we have fast X tracking around 63 ish, 73. I wanted to see if you want to like re up our uh, predictions a little bit. So what do you think? Fast X. What's Ooh, up? Yeah, let's go with 65. Really? I was gonna like I was gonna go for like seventy or something. Ooh. <laughs> Look, we're tired, Bish. We're tired. Yeah. <laughs> Them little trailers aren't moving the needle. They're not moving. They're not moving me at all. It's like they don't know what else to do, man. They they're releasing like a, clips of the child killing folks and stuff. Like what? They got are like doing? a bowling a bowling balls on the street now. They just they're losing it. They lost it. They gotta wrap this up. It's time. Tyrese, it it's, it's time, time to find a new job. <laughs> wrap this up it's time um and then after that we had a little mermaid uh let's what are you thinking for that because right has now a the four tracking, day weekend right that has the labor right. day yeah right now they have the four day weekend at 89 to 115 and then they have the three day at 70 to 90 okay. so 115 a, I, I, I like I would, that aladdin range then yeah, I will go 110 for the four-day. I'm going to go 110 for the four-day. Yeah, day. I think around 110. I think it's been getting... They're pushing this one. I've noticed they that. Are. The merch, they already have a ton of uh, Hallie's Little Mermaid in them stores, on the cereal boxes. So Disney is definitely... We, we can't say that they are not trying on this one. They are, Maybe, they are promoting the hell yeah. out of it. Maybe we um, shouldn't comment on like the box office because I don't mind trying to get dragged on Twitter. Oh, shit, these Little Mermaid fans, these Halle <laughs> Bailey stands, you can Lord say that she it. is stunning, gorgeous, perfect. But if you say the fish look a little wonky, they still gonna snatch your ass. So, <laughs> so listen, I'm I'm baking for it's the first five billion. <laughs> Five billion dollar movie right there. <laughs> Little Mermaid's breaking all the records, y'all. It's breaking all the records. <laughs> um, and then the next, the next thing we have is the next big thing after that is uh, across the Spider Verse. Which tracking makes me really happy right now? It's at because what, like 85? it's at eighty five to one hundred five. I think okay. that's great. That is go great tracking because if you go by that, that just means that. That movie throughout the years has gained a massive audience, and uh, I think it's great. That's a great. That'll be a great opening because we were like in the eighties for our predictions for that. But if that goes over a hundred, that's great for uh, Across the Spider Verse. Like Ooh, that'll be a great. Y'all opening. listen here. If Across the Spider Verse finds a way to pass Quantum Mania opening weekend, <laughs> this show is about to be on fire, y'all. If that shit opens it's like be, 107. If it's if it just sneak, it's just gotta sneak past quantum. Yeah, we gonna be lit. But even if it doesn't, even if it can't get that high, I mean, even if it opened at the small end of that and only got 85, that's a huge yeah. increase from the first. A film. huge increase. That's that's, 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 that's like a huge time. spike. Yeah, that's a huge spike for them, and yeah. that means they 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 garnered. That means they garnered in five years. They garnered a massive audience for this for this like. This movie, and that's why I keep telling Sony, Sony, y'all need to put that boy in live action, man. Y'all don't Ooh. know what you're missing. Put the boy in live action. Now, when the hell is No Way Home actually going to Disney Plus? No Way Home. I don't think. I don't. Probably not anytime soon because is it still has to run out. All the other ones. They okay, yeah, but that's because they ran out of their Netflix stuff. 
So they got to wait for No Way Home and uh, Far From Home to run out of the Netflix thing. And then it could go. What because Sony has to deal with Netflix. That's why all their shit is on Netflix. Like Missing is coming on Netflix soon. It is. And uh, Bullet Train is on Netflix right now. Because Sony and Netflix have like a little thing thing going on. So, but you know, Disney, they try to wrap them things up. They're trying to get everybody in the same spot. And so, they blocking it. I know they stopping it from going to Netflix. They're like, no, 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 no. If it ain't going to Disney Plus, that means it ain't streaming nowhere. <laughs> right. Fucking so Netflix. Yeah, and I don't even know where like Incredible Hulk is streaming, but I know they they try to they've been trying to get that on Disney Plus. And <laughs> listen, man, I, got I love these little weird outlier studio ones that just yeah, the it. ones that are just random. They're like it's so it's so weird how it's all like it's like Incredible Hulk is nowhere on Disney Plus because it it's uh it's under who is it Paramount I think I think it's on Paramount it might be on Paramount Plus honestly. Yeah, um, speaking of that, be ready for our ranking. Dwayne gonna be crying over that Incredible Hulk. Oh man, y'all gotta watch Incredible Hulk, man. Don't let we can't get, like you yeah, just hey. told us. Can't nobody watch it. What you mean? Get the blue. It's like ten dollars I mean, on I Amazon. Got, y'all better I got right. the steelbook. What am I talking about? Okay, I so do right I, got, now, I got two versions. I got the Blu-ray and the 4K. What you mean? Oh, not two versions. <laughs> I got. Come on now. I need to buy that Incredible Hulk on that 4K. Okay. And that's it. But all right, let's get out of here, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. Larry, why don't you let everyone know they can follow you? Yeah, you can find me on YouTube at Chili Boy Productions, Instagram Chili Boy Productions, and over on Twitter at Chili Boy YT. All right, everyone. You can follow me on Facebook. I mean, goddamn, I do this all the time. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94. And you can follow me on Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemedia World. That is it, everyone. That should be it for us for a little bit. If news goes crazy this week, then we will obviously return on Wednesday for a little world show. If it's really by the numbers news, we'll skip the world show this week and go straight into our movie reviews for whatever's coming out next week, which I don't think is anything. Ooh, are we getting Dwayne to watch and review no, book no, club? No, 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 no. Oh, oh no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see what happens guys. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon.